In the Battle of Benghazi, six brave Americans became heroes after holding off enemy attackers for 13 grueling hours. It was the ultimate test of courage and faith. This inspiring real-life story, today on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burns. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. I'm Jonathan Burnus. I'm sure that many of you saw the movie 13 Hours. It's a gripping, true story of the events of September 11, 2012, when our American embassy was attacked by terrorists, killing our ambassador Chris Stevens. Six of our security officers fought against all odds to protect and save lives. They became true American heroes. What really happened that night, and why is one man speaking out? Please welcome an American hero, Chris Tonto Peranto. Hey. Thanks for being back with us, Chris. It's a joy to have you this week, and oh, thank you. I, I've really been looking forward to this week. Thank you. We thank you, and I want to thank every veteran that has uh, that has put their life on the line for America. We we appreciate you so much, and we just want to say God bless you. We love you, and we salute you. You know, Chris. I think that so many take for granted, and there's a certain group that I'm not going to mention that, that take what you guys do for granted, and you're really putting your life on the lines, yeah. the line out there for, for our country. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. Why, you, just, you said enough is enough at some point because of the lies that were being spread about this whole thing. Uh, why, why have you just given up everything to, to tell our country, what really happened? Oh, well, you know, what was for, the breaking line? Well, the, break, the, the breaking line was the, the non-disclosure that we were su supposed to sign uh, during the memorial ceremony for Ty and Glenn. Um, that was about eight months or so after the attack. Now, up to that point, you know, we didn't exist in some uh, some aspects of, uh, in some of the views of some of the people out there. Um, also, the story because it was being misconstrued uh, and. Really, the guys on the team weren't being honored as they should be. And then Ty and Glenn, you know, they gave their lives for, uh, to protect American lives, to protect others. And I really felt like they weren't being honored as well. We all did. The team did. Um, so it just gets to a point where you can only push Marines and Rangers and SEALs so far till we, I know we're supposed to turn the other cheek. And it just got to the point where, you know what, this is, this is completely disrespectful. This is dishonorable. The families aren't being treated correctly. The families are being lied to. Uh, and now we and are being, being called liars. And being called liars as well, still to this day. Um, by, and also, still, Hillary Clinton's called the family members liars, called Cheryl and, and Katie and, and Pat Smith liars. And that, that really bothers me immensely because I've seen how it has affected the family members. I've seen how it has affected Pat Smith uh, mentally and emotionally. And to do that in a large-scale media basis and have people actually believe her uh, when they haven't lost their family members to war, to terrorism, um, that really makes me angry. It makes me want to fight a little bit more. And it makes a lot, I think the whole audience and many people that are watching feel angry too. And as I've been saying all week, we have to channel that 
anger in a constructive way to bring change. Yes. It's, it's not just yelling and screaming. We actually have to do something to bring change. Yes. And we have the power to bring change. We have the power of prayer. We have the power of the gospel. God has called us to be salt and light. And, and uh, you've really been a great inspiration for us. Well, Chris, I, thank I, you. I appreciate that. I don't know if I'm that much, but I, I appreciate the time. You are indeed. And uh, I, I want to... Look, I might be going to go a little too far here if I do just stop me, but this was not an angry mob by chance. No. That th this was orchestrated. Yes. And there's more behind the scenes here. Ambassador Stevens was a much higher level oh, ambassador he's, 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 than he's, he's, most yeah. people are aware of. And, and, They've downplayed that. And they shouldn't. Uh, there are different levels of ambassadorship. Um, I'll tell you how I know that is because I, I was the detail leader for high-level ambassadors when I was with the State Department, before I was with the agency. I did protect Zalmay Khalilzad. I did protect Ambassador James Jeffrey, the Deputy Chief of Mission of Iraq and the Ambassador to Iraq. And to put in perspective of what Ambassador Stevens, which rated that level, which is like a vice president, a three-star general, if you want to get into comparison, he had, uh, he had six security guards over there, um, Scott, Alec, Dave, and then two of the guys from Tripoli. They had about 12 years of military experience in between them. When I was protecting the ambassadors to Iraq, Mr. Khalil Zad and Mr. Jeffrey, I had 60 Blackwater operators. I had two Little Bird helicopters. I had a, a company of infantry soldiers out of uh, Minnesota and three so armored personnel carriers. So he's a high, carriers. high level ambassador yeah. that, that, that was doing more than meets the eye. He was doing, he was doing more than meets and the eye. And it was, there's a lot of secrets here that are being swept under the yeah, carpet. Yes. And there's a timing here. Certain people, high level people left the scene before the attack. Yes. I, I know some of these things. I mean, this is, this is again, we're going to finish this show and I'm going to really drill down on you. But uh, So there's much more here than meets the eye. But this is not a band of angry people. This is planned. This is orchestrated. This is, is Islamic terrorists yep. planning an attack against Americans. And that's exactly what it was. Um, they are very good. Islamic terrorists, they have learned. They're not... They're not ignorant people when it comes to combat. They've been fighting forever. The Mujah, from the Mujahideen when, uh, when the Russians were in Afghanistan, to, and there were foreign fighters there. I saw them, and I, I, I know they were there part of that attack. And, and uh, they are very good at blending and surprising and hitting hard quickly because they know they're not going to be able to sustain because when we come into account, our tactics can overcome and our weapon systems and our night vision will be able to counter But our policies it. played into their hands. They, there, was a, there was a request, repeated request Definitely. for more security and it was just ignored. It was denied continuously and, and by, uh, by the State Department. And that Those three levels that I know of in leadership there, based off of my experience, because uh, with the State Department also just asking the guys on the ground was you had Hillary Clinton, you had Patrick Kennedy and Charlene Lamb. And, and to me, uh, those three people there are responsible for what took place there and, and the deaths of, and, and the terrorists of course, but the deaths and the attack. Chris, w one of the things that I'm committed to do uh, through this program is to speak the truth in love. And the reality is that we face a, an, a, a Islamic terrorists and this is being this is being sort of ignored or swept to the side in our current administration. But we face an army of jihadists that are committed to our destruction. It's not just because we support Israel. No, it's because they're committed to the to, to the, the yes. death of the infidel, yes. the destruction of the infidel. And this isn't going to go away, is it? 
No, it doesn't. You can't reason. You can't pay for it. You, you can't. There's no way to reason with it. Uh, I'm glad you're able to say Islamic terrorism here. I, uh, you know, administration, for some reason, can't say Without that. Without stuttering, I know, by exactly. the way. Islamic yeah, terrorists. Yeah, yeah. It's Islamic terrorists. And a religious system that really, if you, if you look at the religious system, it, it is... It, well, it, well, it sure, is a militant sure, religion. Sharia sure, 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 law is, is, a, is a very discriminatory, uh, gender-biased religion. It is. I, 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 you know, that's, it's funny. I, I, we can do a whole other show on that. But it's funny to me that, we will. that, people, we <laughs> that, will. that the American people don't, especially the ones that, 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 uh, that have called us liars, don't believe that it is a serious threat and that they want, I'm not going to be sure, they want to kill you. And you cannot pay for that. You cannot say, well, you know, I, I believe with what you're thinking. Well, that's fine. Here, here's an orange jumpsuit. Let's put you on TV and, 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 and you, do some you, bad things this. to you. Appeasement doesn't work, no, does it? No, that's you, just, yeah, no. You, I mean, that's the honest truth. And, and we, we have, there, there's too much appeasement. Yes. The world is saying we, we'll, we will appease. Now, there's a lot of good Muslims that... Well, and, that, and I've, I've, I've fought alongside people. of them. I, I have. There are good Muslims. Uh, uh, Kurdistan is a perfect example of a, 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 a as, as Muslim Muslim country, and it should be, honestly, it should be its own country. They, we should let it go and let it get off of Iraq and make Kurdistan, uh, because there is a Christian community there, and, and they work yes. and they play and they, they do everything together. Uh, and I, I worked there for three years. Um, uh, and, and they do do, and they the, the Barzani, President Barzani and, and Talibani, they don't put up with terrorism either in those countries. Um, they, in fact, they're stronger against it than, <laughs> than I think we are. Well, I think we have to begin by, by identifying the problem, that this yeah. is Islamic terrorism. This isn't Jews or Christians strapping no. bombs on themselves really? and blowing up people. <laughs> and this is the dilemma that Israel faces. They can't give up their security no. and, and, and trusting a hollow peace when you have people on the other side of the table that are absolutely committed to your destruction. And that's what we're talking about. That's what, what? this whole thing was about. People that want to destroy right. America and the whole West. They and, want to wipe us out. And it, the, the, uh, the ironic thing of what had took place that night is Ambassador Chris Stevens, and whether ironic is the right word, and I think it is, is that they killed an ambassador that was dedicated to loving Islam, yeah. dedicated to the Muslim people there and dedicated to helping and trying to get Libya on its feet. They killed one of their biggest allies, one of their biggest Christian allies to that country there. And, and that just shows, if anything, that terrorism doesn't care who it is. You can be friends with the Muslims as much as Bashar Stevens loved the Libyans. He loved, and he, he was a good man, very good man. He thought he was doing the right thing. I thought he was doing the right thing too. And they killed him just because he, just because. We have to hear the <laughs> truth, folks. So we gotta take a quick break. We have much more with Chris Peranto still ahead. And when we come back, we're going to talk about specifically what happened in those 13 hours. It's a gripping story. It's a story of faith and courage. And then later, we'll take you to a small village in Ethiopia that suffered for years without clean water. Many of their children were sick or dying until God sent us to help. It's a remarkable, inspiring story. So stay with us. Thirteen Hours is the amazing story of what really happened during the Battle of Benghazi. Written by a New York Times best-selling author, this book features the only first-hand accounts of the brave men who went beyond the call of duty to fiercely protect an American diplomatic compound and CIA station. 
The book also details how one hero's unwavering faith in God helped make the difference between life and death. It will give you courage to press on to victory. We want to sow 13 hours into your life for a gift of $60 or more. The hardcover edition you receive will be personally autographed by Chris Peronto, today's guest, and one of the men who fought so bravely in the Battle of Benghazi. He is a sold-out Christian who loves God. These are Jewish people in critical need. Your support helps us provide them and their neighbors with life-saving water purifiers. We've begun the work, but with your help, we will do so much more. Your gift today of $60 or more literally saves precious lives and souls for God's kingdom. Remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to receive that blessing. The need is urgent. People are dying and need to hear the good news of God's love found in Jesus the Messiah. Please call or click now to help us save and transform lives. Welcome back. Our guest is a true American hero, uh, Chris Tonto Peranto. And, and uh, many of you have uh, seen the movie. I don't know how many of you have read the book 13 Hours, but this is riveting. It's a story of courage, Chris, and uh, putting your life on the line. John 15, 13 yep. is, is on your website. It's, it's really it's your life verse, isn't it? It, it is. It was actually on my wall uh, downstairs in my little man cave in my house before, way before Begazi even happened, years before. And the reason I think it became came out more uh, outwardly and people recognized it was because, and it, media did it, Brett Bear Special, they went down in my, on Fox News, we did our first interview, TV interview, we were actually myself, John, Tig Tigan, and Mark Osgeis came out and said, this is, this is us, this is what we did. And I have that verse on my wall. Greater love yep. has no man than this. And a man laid down his life for his friend. And, yeah. and that's, that's, I think that should be, if, the military should pull that in as being one of the soldier's creed now. Because that's yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you guys live that out. This, yes. is, and this is the essence of the gospel, friends, that a man, actually God himself, gave his life. The only begotten Son of God laid down his life, he who knew no sin, becoming sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And then our relationship with God, salvation is all about putting our faith in the one that laid down his life yeah. as the only name given under heaven by which we must be saved. Chris, you've lived this out. You, you, you and your friends made a decision after being told by the way, this is a sticking point that I know is hard to hear again and yeah. again, but you were told, don't go, stand down, whatever the wording was, you were ordered not, not to, to, to yes. enter this fight. Yes. And, and then you were told that people proclaimed you were liars. Our yeah, politicians and, said and, they're lying. And we, and we still are. And, and uh, I, think, uh, I think Geraldo is still calling me a liar. I, I know he was there with me in the back of my truck that night, so he knows what the heck is going on. <laughs> so it's still going on to this day. Um, and that's okay. You know, the what? expert who wasn't oh, there, of course, right? Of course, the expert we, who wasn't we, there. We've had plenty of experts that weren't there that tell us what happened to us that night because it must have been posted on Facebook. Um, but you, you, you know, it just it gets it gets hard to hear. But it also gives us resolve to you know, fine. We are fighters. That's what 
guys like myself are, that's what Navy SEALs, that's just Rangers, Marines, law enforcement officers, firefighters, uh, we are fighters and fighters. And if, if we're pushed and we're called names or we're pushed into a corner, we're gonna fight back. And, and that's either with words and, or and, and we're so grateful. Many of you that are watching are veterans. Uh, you served in Afghanistan or Iraq. You're a police officer. We applaud you. We love you. We bless you. We thank God for you. We really do. We stand with you. Chris, but here's the, here's the thing I want you to, to bring out. You guys, terrible health plan. You all have families. Yes. And by this time, you, you, you were watching that. You heard this. Yeah. You saw this. Yeah. You yes. knew that this was a, 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 you're putting your life on the line. And it was a terrorist that attack. Some of you may council. die. Yes, and you, you decided against orders to go. Talk about that moment where you decided, and it was, you, it was, it was, uni, it was, it was universal. It was a collective decision. It was a collective, was a collective by the decision. Team. Unanimous. Yes, we're going. Talk yes, about that. Well, it, it's, it's, uh, I remember vividly, and, and I do speak about this when I do my, my speaking events, whether it be on leadership or Christianity or God in combat or just about that night. I remember Ty, Ty Woods, and Ty was a big guy. Ty, if you've seen the movie, uh, James Badgedale, who plays Ty, got big, monstrous, muscular, because Ty was a muscular, but most SEALs are, they're gonna go to the movies anyway and do Hollywood, so they get big. They do pretty, but but Ty, Ty was abnormally large, and um, he put his arm out the, out of the door, car doors, when we got the call from uh, Alec Henderson saying, Jiras, if you don't get her, we're all gonna effing die. And he went like this, and I just saw that big arm come out of the car door, I'm like, Yes, let's let's go. It's time. You've got to do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, and, and, like and that was to, to me and to the rest of the guys. That was a unifying moment, saying we're in this together. Let's go take care of business. Do you, do you have to kind of grit your teeth and 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 be, and be courageous, or are you just already everything's pumping? You talk about clarity. Yeah. There's no fog in the midst of battle. Uh, there, there isn't. No. Luckily, again, God's blessing. Luckily for us, all of us were in our 40s. All of us had been deploying for 10 years. We'd all been through crisis situations or combat or whatever you want to call it. So at that point in time, we recognized what was in store for us and, and what the possibilities were for us of possibly of, of dying or living or what we we're going to get into. So it wasn't really gritting your teeth. It was time to go to work. It's like, let's, okay, let's go. And like I said, because the team was so close and because we all knew that each other, each of us had each other's backs and we had a lot of faith that it wasn't a hard decision to go out. And it was actually it was like going and starting a football game. You got that jitterbugs, you got those butterflies, you turn that fight or flight response into the fight response, and it's game time. Running down the football field, now, let's you go had, play. You had this, this, this piece, right, that yeah. you knew that if you were, were hit yeah. and died, you, the Lord was, you were in the take, Lord's presence. He'd take care of me and he'd take care of my family, uh, and it was fine. You, you can't go over in these areas and you can't get in the combat or joint. You can't be in an area where you might die protecting or fighting uh, for American lives or fighting for our freedom, you know, which a lot of people over here in the States don't realize that's what we're doing overseas, and think you're gonna die. Because if you get that little bit of doubt in your head, your chances of dying have increased exponentially. You right. can't do it, so right. you have to keep, and that's where the good team comes into account because they give each, we give each other confidence because we each know that he's not gonna let me down, I'm not gonna let him down. Yeah, and, and the, the surety that God has your back yeah. in all this. So talk, take us to the scene now. Uh, take us sure. to the consulate, and it's, it's a disaster. Right. It's in flames. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's enemies all around. Bullets are flying past you. Now, you, you actually love it. Yeah, it, it's, it, 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 there was so much confusion because, you know, in, in these countries, and people that have lived or fought in the Middle East or North Africa, 
Um, I equate it to uh, being in Nebraska and, and uh, having the tornado sirens go off and people don't go run and hide. They come out and see where the tornado is. You know, they don't come and take cover. What's the same in these areas when combat goes on? The local Libyans, whether they be here terrorists or not, when the firefight's going on, they don't go take cover. They'll come and find out what's going on. So the consulate was in complete chaos because there were just people everywhere. And so we had no idea. You don't know who, the, don't know, you don't know who no the observer, idea. the tourists were, the observers, no and who the combatants were. And, not, and that's Michael did a great job showing that confusion in the movie. We had no idea. So that was what was the difficulty of it. So when the RPG first one hit and I saw a guy run by me and his hand was missing, I figured he tried to throw a grenade at us. And uh, I didn't really pay him any mind. Like, well, serves you right, karma. God's got you. Don't throw a grenade at us anymore. But then when the second one hit, uh, I knew it was an RPG and the bullet started flying. And you just feel, it's, I can't equate it to being a golden cocoon is the perfect example. Did you, did you know at some point, even though there are the, these, all of these, this enemy fire and it's chaos, did you know at some point, I'm going to make it through this? You, um, you were in a tractor beam, or you a, know, you, a, I, I didn't ever think I, this, I'm going to get it out of this alive. Right? You don't think that. You just, you're just fighting. It's you're you're in that moment. You're not thinking, hey, I'm going to hope. Gosh, I hope I I can get out of this alive. You just know that God's got you. That's where you're supposed to be, and you just continue to do what comes up next. The next minute, you do whatever's put in front of you. The next minute, and, and it just continually goes like that till. That plane comes 13 hours later, and I remember the scene and going, still no Americans because it was a Libyan plane. And But I accept, like, you know, I, out of my head when I saw this, like, man, God does have a sense of humor. Chris, <laughs> so, we, Chris we thank God for you. Well, thanks, not sir. only your courage, but your your great testimony thanks, sir. of faith in a living God. And uh, thank you, keep sir. up the great work. Thank you. You're God. really making thank a difference. We're, we're offering as a gift this week a... Um, hardcover edition, hand-signed by Chris. And uh, this is our way of saying thank you, of sowing into your life as you sow into our ministry to help people that don't even have clean water without our help. They're dying without clean water. We're talking about Jewish people in the remote regions of Africa that desperately need our help. Imagine never having clean water to drink. It's unfathomable for us but it's something that they live with every day. We all take it for granted, but they're dying. Uh, until recently, the population of a small village of Jews in Ethiopia suffered from polluted water. Their children were dying or suffering from sickness and disease. But now, because many of you helped, they have clean water. The story that you're about to see is an amazing example of what we can accomplish together with your help. Take a look. Shalom from a rural village here in northern Ethiopia on the outskirts of Tachgait. We're here with an entire community that identifies as Beta Israel. We've been able to commit this morning to providing every household in this community, which is 100 huts or households, with a family life straw. It's going to provide clean drinking water, no matter where the water comes from, for an entire family for an entire year. You can see the water they really did need, this filtration system. This is where a lot of the source of a, a lot of their health issues come from, is this very, very dirty water. We believe that Jewish Voice wants to bless this community with these life straw water filters. This one is for an entire family. However, we also would like to bless them with living water that is eternal. 
they had heard that Jewish Voice was coming to help and bringing a clinic. And a lot of these people didn't make it to the clinic. So Jewish Voice has taken life straws to them. They welcomed us like we were brothers, which we are. And it was just so, so touching to be able to give. They were so hungry to receive. We are showing them how to use them so that they can have fresh water. And that's what the Lord is doing because the Lord loves them so much. Oh, we're just so, so blessed to be here. They just received us with their arms open and they're just willing to to hear the gospel. They're willing to receive that and uh, it is such a blessing to be here. We're thrilled to be able to be a blessing in this way and we've shared with the people that as they as they take each cup of clean water out of this life straw, they would remember the Lord's love for them and the love of God's people for them and that they would remember we're praying for them. are Jewish people in critical need. Your support helps us provide them and their neighbors with life-saving water purifiers. We've begun the work, but with your help, we will do so much more. Your gift today will literally save precious lives and souls for God's kingdom. Remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to be that blessing. Help us make a difference. The need is urgent. Anything you can do will touch lives. Help us share God's love with those who have never heard. We want to sow 13 hours into your life for a gift of $60 or more. The hardcover edition you receive will be personally autographed by Chris Peronto, today's guest, and one of the men who fought so bravely in the Battle of Benghazi. This book offers a first-hand account of what really happened, as told by the courageous American heroes who survived. It will give you courage to press on to victory. Please call or click right now to help us save and transform lives. You can't imagine what it's like until you've been there and you've looked into their eyes. Children, you just, you just want to take them home with you. We've helped many, but we have so much more work to do. Together, we can literally rescue people from death and transform their lives. The clock is ticking, so anything you can do will make a difference in their lives. I really want to sew the book into your life, 13 hours. It's a hardbound special edition that Chris will sign personally, and this is our way of saying thank you as you help us help people in great need, Jewish people in need. Well, we're out of time for today, but before I go, I want to remind you that Psalm 122.6 tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, which reminds me, by the way, we're going to Jerusalem. Next May, we're going to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the restoration of Jerusalem. We'll be there at the Wailing Wall, at the Western Wall, with tens of thousands of Israelis to celebrate. I sure hope you can join me. Join Jewish Voice Ministries as we tour the Holy Land and celebrate Israel 2017. 
it's time to honor the 50-year anniversaries of Jewish Voice and the liberation of Jerusalem. On this trip, you'll stay in five-star accommodations as we tour Mount Carmel, Nazareth, Jerusalem, the Mount of Olives, Upper Room, and more. You'll see Jonathan Burnus commemorate the recapture of Jerusalem right where it happened. We'll also visit an Israeli military base and enjoy a Bedouin meal. You can renew your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee and participate in an immersion ceremony at the Jordan River. As an added bonus, you can even visit Eilat, the Red Sea, and world-famous Petra. Act now before this once-in-a-lifetime event sells out. Call and speak with our events coordinator to learn more exciting details about Celebrate Israel 2017 or visit jvmi.org Israel.